0: Welcome to the ADHD Untangled podcast. My name is Rosie and I have ADHD. And like many other ADHDers, the majority of my life has felt chaotic to say the very least due to what I describe as having a tangled brain. Let's get untangled and show the world what we are made of. Trigger warning. The Untangled podcast does cover some sensitive topics, That could be triggering to some. So please be sure to read the full description before listening in. Hello, Untanglers. Welcome back to another episode of ADHD Untangled with me, Rosie, the founder and the host of ADHD Untangled. So not only is this a new episode, this is a new season, season three, and it's a new year, and it's been a whole year since we began. Can you believe it? One year. So, we're coming up to our one year anniversary very soon. I wanted to use this introduction to the new season as a little bit of an insight into what we're going to be focusing on here at ADHD Untangled. I'm going to do a little mini interview on myself with some fire questions that I've been asking our guests this season. So, you can get to know a little bit more about my thoughts around ADHD. And then I am going to be talking about is ADHD more of a struggle or a strength and give you some small little steps to start working with your ADHD and turning that ADHD struggle into more of a strength. So turning that story of struggle into a strength. Where do we begin? So, it's going to be a nice little fun episode, and it's going to be a lot of me just verbally processing as always. So, if you're up for the journey, stay tuned and here we go. So, what can you expect from this brand new season? What are we going to be focusing on? So, we're going to keep all the good stuff still that we've been working with over the last year. So, really focusing on that element of sharing a story because we find that is the most powerful thing we can do our community to empower and inspire you to step forward with confidence and show the world what you are made of. We are staying with that. However, Because I have such a huge interest, passion and connection to the sports and wellness industry, I've tried to bring on as many guests as I can who have this background or have some knowledge in this area because I am so keen to share more of this with you because I think it's so interesting when it comes to the sports and wellness industry in regards to ADHD. I'm going to be committing some more solo episodes and I promise I will this time and sharing some coaching tools where I can. I'm going to be doing some more lives on social media, so Instagram and LinkedIn. And we have our first group workshop happening. And I'm going to double check the date right now before I get it wrong. It is going to be the 31st of January. So we're going to focus this first group coaching workshop on setting goals with ADHD. So how do we do it? How can we really find what it is that is meaningful to us? How do we want to feel when we achieve this goal? And how do we break it down so we can stay consistent and actually achieve these goals that we are so deserving of achieving? So if you want to join me for that workshop, all the details are going to be in the text or copy of this podcast. I will be promoting it on Instagram too, and I'll add it to our bio link on Instagram and on the website, which is ADHDuntangledbodyandmind.com. So let's go. Let's get into the episode now. First fire question of the episode is... What do I want people to know about ADHD? Now, as I answer this, I want you to think about what would you like people to know about ADHD? This can be really useful to get in your head what you find important for others to know about ADHD, where you think it's misunderstood and what you think is important for others to know and understand about your ADHD. So here's a few from me. ADHD is not a trend. ADHD untreated can cost lives. ADHD is not something that just naughty schoolboys have. And ADHD is not always external hyperactivity. ADHD is not an excuse. And ADHD is not something to be ignored. ADHD is not related to intelligence or talent. And ADHD does not mean someone is broken, mad or lazy. But the main thing and the biggest thing I would love others to know about ADHD is ADHDers are some of the biggest assets this world has ever seen. And we need to start supporting them and embracing them. So, why is diagnosis self or official important? Because my ADHD diagnosis has been the very thing that has enabled me to explain why I couldn't just get along in life like everyone else, why I couldn't make decisions and stick to them, why I felt like I never fitted in, why I had this constant restless energy and I couldn't stop seeking more, more achievements, more love, more excitement, and why I often acted impulsively and often without considering the consequences of other people's feelings, why I often overtalk and interrupt and had an addictive personality, and why I struggled to manage my emotions, why I was constantly quitting my careers and relationships, and why I was unable to hold on to important belongings. But most importantly, and this is why I believe an ADHD diagnosis is so important for so many people, is it answered a question that I had been asking myself my whole life, which was, what the hell is wrong with you? This is detrimental to a person's life. For someone to constantly be living in self-doubt, lack of confidence, and on a hunt in life to become everybody else but themselves, this is a painful way for a person to live, and it shouldn't have to be the case. A diagnosis can enable us to have an understanding of why we struggle to live in a world that isn't set up for our uniquely wired brain. It enables us to realise that we aren't broken and we are not alone. So we can then start to understand. Once we understand, we can start to untangle the things that we struggle with and we untangle the things that are our strengths. We then build our confidence, build our self-esteem and start to show up in this world the way we was always meant to. A diagnosis is important to me because it changes the quality of someone's life and more often than not it can save somebody's life. Now ADHDs can be used to labels such as disorganized, forgetful, easily distracted inconsistent overtalkers overthinkers impatient yeah a little bit or complicated souls right but there's some positives that we can also be known as and this is what I want you to start focusing on adhders can also look like the creatives the entrepreneurs athletes the spontaneous risk takers the musicians artists the underdogs those that are determined resilient kind fast thinking, and fast acting, we can often be trendsetters, out-of-the-box thinkers, innovators, the wanderers of the world, and free spirits of the world, the big picture thinkers, and the brave. Now, without a diagnosis and without awareness, now I'm talking about diagnosis self or official here. It doesn't have to be an official diagnosis. It's the awareness that matters and the understanding. If we don't have that, too often than not, when we are unaware and untreated, we can tragically be the addict, the prisoner, the homeless person, the naughty school kid, the mispotential, the misunderstood, the loner and the bullied. And This is why ADHD awareness, support and treatment is so important. And this is why I'm here today, because the truth is ADHD can show up in Anyone's life from any walk of life. However, for some, they may have found a positive interest and found themselves in environments where they are able to lean into their strengths and embrace those differences and become those stories of success and fulfillment. However, for most and the majority, they didn't strike that lucky and maybe found themselves in environments where they were in their areas of weaknesses and they were seen. As flaws. But those positive stories and outcomes are possible for any ADHDer. But if we don't have the awareness and the understanding and the support that I keep talking about to enable them to thrive instead of just survive, then unfortunately their story of struggle stays a story of struggle. So, what I would like is for us to live in a world where every adhd -er is seen as an attribute to this world. People that are worth investing in because what they have within them is gold. And we would be stupid not to cherish these spectacular human beings. So if you are just getting started on this ADHD journey, and even if it's been a few years now, like me, you know, it's still early days, remember. This is a lifetime of living in a way that was full of masking full of lack of self-belief, not knowing why you felt different, not knowing why you were struggling. Now, it may make you feel like still that you are not enough, but you are more than enough. And I don't want you to feel like you need to dim your light because of these struggles. Go out there, learn to love your imperfect ways, embrace your wonderful gifts and show up in this world the way you was always meant to. Hello Untanglers. My name is Rosie Turner and I am the host of the ADHD Untangled podcast and I'm also an ADHD coach. I spent most of my life asking myself what the hell is wrong with you struggling with the simple things in life that others could seem to grasp so easily. And never understanding why I often felt like I was never able to reach my full potential. And constantly fighting between who I thought I had to be in this world whilst having a deeper knowing that my life wasn't representing who I really was. I suffered badly. Depressed, lost, confused and tangled. If you are ready to change your story and start working with your ADHD brain instead of against it, head over to my Instagram ADHD underscore untangled or my website, untangledco.com, to book your free discovery coaching call with me now. Let's get untangled and show the world what we are made of. Now I know you're sitting there thinking, all right, Rosie, there's enough with the spill. How do I do this? My brain loves to ruminate, loves to think of the worst case scenarios and tell me I'm not good enough. So how do I start turning an ADHD struggles? Into a strength? How do we change that story? Well, firstly, is ADHD more of a struggle or a strength? And I think people often see it as either just a struggle and others say, oh, it's a superpower, it's my strength. And for me, experiencing my own ADHD and spending the last year or over a year coaching and interviewing other ADHDers and educating myself in any way I can, I believe ADHD will always be a bit of both. It will always be a struggle and a strength. But what I believe enables us to start turning this story of struggle into more of a story of strength is by focusing first on the most detrimental struggle in my eyes, which is that intense lack of self-belief that our community is completely rife with. It is so painful to experience such low self-esteem and lack of confidence, and it's painful to watch in the community. It becomes so deep-rooted in us That it actually has become part of our identity. And it's the barrier and the very thing that is stopping us from taking steps forward to living a more positive and fulfilling life. We are constantly, and honestly, every time I coach someone and I ask them anything about what it is they've come to coach with, you know, what is it you want? Why is it you want it? They will come to me and say, because I can't do this, because I've never been able to do this, because I don't have the fill in the gap to do this. We don't believe in ourselves. We find it so difficult to believe in who we are and our capabilities. And that's why coaching has been a life changing thing for me, myself, because we often need someone to be there who understands, but can be the person to believe in us when we can't yet believe in ourselves and get to dig that out of us to enable us to do that for ourselves. So a lot of my coaching approach has a huge focus on starting here, rewiring that negative bias and empowering my clients to believe in themselves. That's all I ever wish for so they can start living a life that is more meaningful to them. So here's a few steps that I want to share with you today. And I'm focusing this obviously on the ADHD lens of an ADHD brain. So forgive yourself is step number one. If we have and hold on to feelings of shame and guilt, Embarrassment, all of these feelings will constantly hold us back. We need to start practicing feeling good in order to take any steps forwards. And I don't mean, oh, we've got to feel ecstatic about ourselves and love ourselves and be egotistic. No, we start with forgiveness. We start by realizing and accepting it wasn't your fault. It's not your fault. You have to start forgiving yourself. You have to let go of blaming yourself for the things that was not your fault. Let go of the shame and step forward. Don't stay in those ruminations and negative stories. If they stay there, your brain will not want to find the momentum it needs to step forward. Our brains love it. Our brains love to ruminate and they love the negative stories because it's stimulating. Remember that. And if there's nothing to worry about and there's no real evidence that any of this is true, it will make it up because we have strong imaginations. Those same imaginations that create the really positive, amazing ideas that we come up with is the exact same intensity and the same imagination that causes those negative stories that we can make up. We have to come from a place where we start to feel good in order to get momentum. Remember that the setbacks, failures and rejections in the past and even the ones you face still today are not things to be embarrassed of. I can't name one person that has achieved anything worthwhile in this world who hasn't failed, been rejected or faced setbacks. You are not the only person to have had a setback, failed and been rejected many, many times. All the people that I can think of all face many of these before they got to where they are. So forgive yourself. Know it wasn't your fault. Understand you are not alone in those struggles and the things that feel like failures, rejections and setbacks. And know that anything worthwhile and worth having involves failure, involves setbacks and involves rejection. That is why we are a community that is full of resilience. Now, my second step, evidence. Our brain needs why. It needs understanding to know why it's doing something, to even bother stepping forward or finding momentum. It loves evidence, loves to understand, and it loves a why. So starting to notice what you can do. So every time you notice, you're going, oh, I can't do this, I can't do that. But what can you do? So I say to my clients, I don't want to know what you can't do. You're fully aware of what you think you can't do. What can you do? Because I'm telling you, There are going to be amazing things you can do that not everyone around you can do. Pay attention to those. Find evidence of your strengths. Because the things we struggle with, they can be worked with. I know you don't think they can, but they can. And they can be made easier. But we cannot start from a place of weakness because our brain finds that dull and draining. So it doesn't want to continue. That's why we don't want to face it. We don't do anything with it. Our brain needs stimulation. And it needs to be ignited before it can even face our areas of weakness. So we have to start from a place of strength. So I know my strengths are things like love of learning, wanting to share what I learn with others, have the positive impacts on the wider world in a way. And I know that resilience is a strength of mine and creativity. So I always try and start my day in at least one or more of my strengths, even if it's for five minutes, put a podcast on to learn something, read a page of a book. You know, send someone a supportive message, whatever it is, focus and start your day on your strengths and then focus on expanding them. Okay. And see what happens. See how your motivation changes to tackle those areas of struggle after and how much less of a struggle they actually become after you've started from a place of strength. Now, when I've come from my place of strength, which I always make sure I do then I know that an admin task that I completely hate doing or a question that comes in about the admin, I'm going to deal with that a lot better than if I just got straight on the laptop and started from my place of weakness. There's a great tool that I use of every client and it's called the Via Strengths tool. It's like a test online and it is renowned in the ADHD coaching world and it is a great way to discover what your natural character strengths are. So keep finding evidence for your brain to realise that's my strengths, I'm good at that. We are fully aware of what we think we're not good at. Stop going back to that story. It's not going to help. We are not all meant to be the same and not all meant to be strong in the same areas. Otherwise, nothing in this world would have been created. We all have different strengths and different weaknesses. It doesn't matter. All that matters is your struggles don't define you and your strengths are your winning ticket to start living a life that feels more enjoyable and more authentic to who you are. Now, another way to really increase this, and it's actually really easy and simple, is wins. So I call them the ADHD wins of the week. And I'm asking all my guests this when they come on the podcast. So every day, just ask yourself, what's my ADHD win of the week? Because you know what we're like, we love telling the story about how our ADHD showed up as a struggle. Oh, you ain't going to believe what my ADHD got me doing today. Forgot this, I forgot that, messed this up. I do it all the time. But make an effort at least once a day, whether it's when you get up or at the end of your day, We go to bed. What was my ADHD win of the day? I think we need to do this daily to really get used to celebrating our ADHD. And then lastly, I want to challenge you to turn that to-do list in to what I have done list. what I'm winning at list. And I know it's scary. I'm actually going to say to you, just get rid of the other list for a minute, even if it's for a day, because if you are still not managing to get everything done, then the list isn't working anyway. So it's not going to make a difference. Start to focus on what you have achieved because majority of the time we've achieved a hell of a lot that we don't give ourselves credit for. So start writing what I have achieved list, my winning list, whatever you want to call it, make it your own. And start to see how that changes things, how you start to become aware of the things you are doing instead of focusing on the things you haven't yet done. So I'm going to end on two more fire questions for me that I also want you to join in with. So as I asked all my guests in season one, two, and it will continue in season three, would you live a life with or without ADHD? So I always ask my guests, Knowing where you're at now and what you have achieved, if you could go back in time and you had the decision to choose a life with or without ADHD, what would you choose? And people always pause on this one and they never really know the answer immediately majority of the time. So I always say a life with. However, ADHD did nearly cost me my life and it does cost so many others theirs or can have the potential to. I hurt a lot of good people that I cared for along the way. But because I now have awareness of my ADHD and I've been able to find ways to work with it as best I can, I want to change it for the world because my ADHD gives me so much strength, as much strength as it does give me struggle. And it really has made me the person I am today. It's made me resilient. It's made me want to help others because of my struggles. And for me, ADHD feels very, very much part of who I am in the negative ways, but also in the positive ways. So if I could go back, I would 100% live a life with ADHD, despite the struggles I've faced with it. So ADHD in one word. Now, obviously my ADHD one word was tangled when I started this podcast, hence why I called it untangled. But today my ADHD in one word is meaning. Now, compared to Ned Hallowell's word of like circus, and we've had all these different words, mine might seem a bit boring these days. But for me, it's all I was looking for in my life. I wanted to make my life meaningful before my diagnosis, and I didn't know how. So for me, ADHD has brought me so much meaning. And I believe that is what life's all about, is making life meaningful to you. So we're going to end now with the last question, which I ask every guest on this podcast, which is any last words to anyone that might be struggling right now with their ADHD? What did you need to hear in those moments? So here goes. I know it feels like this is it and things won't get better, but they will. Life's gift and curse is that everything changes. The good doesn't last and the bad doesn't either. I want you to know that it's not your fault that you are struggling the way you are. So please stop beating yourself up. You don't deserve it. You aren't broken and you don't need fixing. You have a uniquely wired, wonderful brain that just doesn't always fit into society's boxes. Who wants to be in a box anyway? You can change your story of struggle into a story of strength. You can. And you being here now Listening to this very episode proves that too, because you never gave up. You kept trying. You kept learning, kept wiping yourself down and getting back in the game. You are stronger than you realize. You are better than you think, and you matter more than you'll ever know. And you are enough. In fact, you are more than enough. So, season three, let's get untangled and show the world what we are made of. I love you. Thank you so much for joining me today on the ADHD Untangled podcast. I hope that these episodes are inspiring and empowering you to step forward with confidence despite the struggles you face with your ADHD. If you want to find out more about ADHD coaching, then you can visit my website, which is untangledbodyandmind.co.uk. Or check out my Instagram at ADHD underscore untangled. Let's get untangled and show the world what we are made of. Mm-hmm. Hello, welcome to my world, nice to meet you, wish you well Forgot your name before you said it, cause my mind was somewhere else And it ain't because I'm rude, I'm just genuinely confused I'm always caught up in my feelings, trying to navigate my mood See when they call it a disorder, I think that's out of order My strength and power's paying far too much attention than I ought to Maybe my version of peace to someone else looks like a shambles These cross wires I can handle, trying to be me, but untangled